Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. For anyone who wants to make money and make a difference, grow and leverage your enterprise better, get more done in less time, outsource everything and create your ideal lifestyle. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. I wanted to ask you for your own sake to stop searching for eternal happiness and fulfillment. I see a lot of people really struggling through life, going from one thing to another, one extreme to another, you know, manic happiness to manic depression, manic happiness to manic depression, because they're on this naive search for eternal happiness, like happiness is the purpose of life. And um, happiness is not the purpose of life. And I know a lot of people really struggle with this, which is why I wanted to do a video on it, because, you know, if you, for example, you're a parent and you really want your children to be happy. Of course, you know, as a parent, caring for them, loving them, you want them to be happy. But if they're always happy, they never experience challenge. And if they never experience challenge, they always stay immature and infantile. Uh, you know, and they never grow to be dependent and strong to stop them from being bullied by other people and to survive in, in a hard world. So I'll tell you what I believe the purpose of life is in a moment. Of course, we're all searching, but it absolutely is not happiness. It is completely naive to think that you can always be happy. As a human being, you have every single emotion that every other human being has. You're meant to experience every emotion. You're meant to be uh, depressed. You're meant to be challenged. You're meant to feel fear to survive. You're meant to feel guilty to give you feedback that you did something wrong. You know, you're meant to feel shame so that you don't put yourself in that position of weakness or exposure again, because that is the purpose to survive and evolve as a human being. So for us to naively think we can have a job or go on a holiday, or have a lifestyle, or have an income stream where we will have none of the downside and all of the upside. That is actually, ironically, the journey towards perennial unhappiness. So the dichotomy, the irony is, if you stop searching for happiness as the ultimate goal, you'll probably end up more happy most of the time. And the more you search for the deluded, naive illusion of I can be happy all the time, the less happy you will be. One of my mentors said to me a few years ago, he said, Rob, I stopped trying to be happy a long time ago because it made me so damn depressed. So some things to think about. You know, when you're continually perennially happy, which no one ever is, by the way, not even the Buddhas, no one ever is. But when you feel content for a good amount of time, happy, you know, you do nothing. You sit, you enjoy it, you know, you feel presence and peace and in the moment. And whilst that's a great thing to feel and you want to feel that more, if everyone felt like that all the time, no shit would get done. You know, we wouldn't solve illness. We wouldn't, you know, try and eradicate poverty. We wouldn't, you know, challenge to grow. We wouldn't solve meaningful problems. We'd just sit there hugging trees holding hands, singing Kumbaya, and then we'd all die out as a species. So as a species, we must endure the struggle, the challenge, the hardship, the embarrassment, the fear, the self-loathing, and all of those things on the pursuit of attaining, you know, more progress, surviving as a species as things evolve, like climate and, you know, everything else. So it's only going to make you more and more and more and more unhappy if you think you can always be happy, 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 happy. Would you agree that 
some of your happiest moments in life have been when you've experienced the most challenge. Like you've done something really hard. It pushed you out of your comfort zone. You went to the depths of self-loathing and depression and everything else. But when you finally overcame the challenge, you know, how amazing did you feel? And chemically in our body, the dopamine or the, you know, all the other chemicals that make us feel good, they will be more and stronger as you've overcome more challenge. So to get rid of the challenge is actually to dilute that feeling of happiness. And as someone has just mentioned, Gary just mentioned on the video, all of those what we might deem as negative emotions are there as feedback mechanisms to put us back into balance. You know, whether we've been too narcissistic or too self-deprecating, you know, to serve our own purpose and the purpose of humankind. So... You can't eradicate any of the emotions. All of the emotions are there to serve you in various different areas of life and, you know, fulfillment and evolution, etc. It's not your nature to get rid of emotions. Now, I've kind of experienced some extremes in my life where in the one extreme, I've been pretty much negative about everything and mostly depressed. And of course, that gets you absolutely nowhere and you repel everyone. And in the end, you need people to scrape you up off the floor and you become a consumer of life consumer of products, money, emotions of other people rather than a producer and no one wants to go near you. But when you get to your depth, someone will support you up. But then I've done all these personal development courses and I've done loads. And by the way, love many of them, most of them, all of them. And then I've tried to think, oh, well, I can be happy all the time and I can be the Zen Buddhist monk, happy, clappy, high five personal development. I'm always happy. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Everything's great all the time when I'm actually not great. I'm feeling shit. Oh, but I'm trying to pretend that everything's okay. No, you can't, you can't hide from any of these emotions. What you can do is embrace them, accept them for what they are, notice them, notice how they serve you. And you can teach yourself to be depressed less. You can teach yourself to get out of your hole or your funk quicker, but hiding them and sort of, you know, disowning them is complete naivety. So David Lieberman, I've made some notes on this because I think it's really important. David Lieberman um, is a scientist who studied happiness and sort of the chemical, chemicals in the brain and, and blah, blah, blah. And he defines happiness as progress towards a worthy goal. And I think that sums it up. So what that's saying beneath is happiness is going through some struggle to achieve something that you really deem as worthy in your life, that's meaningful, that isn't meant to be easy, it's meant to be hard, so that when you get there, it feels great. And then, of course, once you've got there and you feel great, then you have the come down because what's next? But if you didn't have the come down, you just sit at the top of your own little mountain singing Kumbaya and meditating and then you die. Because if we all were satisfied, nothing would, um, you know, nothing would move forward. Okay, so embrace the struggle, embrace the challenge. I mean, every film, every TV series, every sort of autobiography that we love as a human species, we love the struggle. You know, we love the conflict. The, the films we watch, you know, even the romantic comedies we watch, you know, they've got to kind of miss each other and almost cheat on each other and fall out of love. And then at the end of the story, they fall back in love and they're happily ever after. Why couldn't we just have the happily ever after? Because humans, it's, it's wired within us, the struggle, the challenge and enduring the hardship to get and make something happen that's meaningful. So here's another example. In, in anything that you love, there will be things that you hate. And so a lot of people are looking for this deluded happiness in the new thing, you know, the new income stream, the new model, or, you know, they're running away from this old 
shitty life where that they loved a year ago but now they're running away from it and they're running to this new thing which is the be all and end all and it's going to be happy and it's going to be amazing I'm going to love it and you know all of my problems are going to be solved except they haven't been there yet Uh, and they don't know what it is yet and they play that pattern on repeat every six months or year or two years they ruin their career they ruin their CV they ruin their relationships because they walk away from everything that was amazing last week and they walk towards everything that's going to be amazing next week and the reality is neither are of them are what they thought but here I believe is the reality in anything you love to do, anything you love to do the most, there will still be things about it you hate. There'll be things about it that are shit. You will have dark days even in your brightest moments and your brightest careers. So anything you love to do, there will be things you hate. But anything that you really don't like, there will be moments of light. There will be light at the end of the tunnel. There will be parts of it that you enjoy. So in everything you hate, there's things that you love. and everything you love, there's things that you hate. And, um, you know, you could call that yin and yang, you could call that balance or whatever. So it's, comp- it's delusional for, for, for you to have good everything, bad everything, love everything, hate everything. It's just it, so if you can embrace that enduring challenge for something meaningful to you that you overall love, but know there'll be difficulties. I think that will you know, really help you progress and sort of, you know, be less mad because most of our addictions, illnesses, you know, our mental health illnesses, most of these are based on the sort of delusion that we can have this eternal happiness. And then so we take drugs to hide the, you know, the, the, the feelings of guilt and shame and self-worth. And then we get this high and then it feels amazing. And then we think, oh, well, we need to be there all the time. So then we get addicted to these substances or these things, these devices or whatever, you know. People get these feelings on likes or not likes on Facebook or how many views or shares they get. So just to save me from my own depression, make sure you like and share this video a lot. <laughs> but, you know, what am I trying to say? That extremities in any way are very bad for your health. They're very bad for your wealth. Extreme emotions. You'll, you'll feel them. You'll feel them from time to time. You're meant to feel them. But you, you, you cut, they're not sustainable. Mostly life is pretty normal where mostly things just sort of chug along and it's not amazing, but it's not terrible. And that's okay. And every now and again, you get a big high and every now and again, you get a a big low. And if if you're experiencing a low low, that's normal. You're not ill. You're just experiencing these range of human emotions that we all experience that we need to experience to bring ourselves back into balance. You know, very often if you've done something amazing, you're getting a bit cocky, you'll get knocked off your perch because you need to get knocked off your perch. Because if you get cocky and flippant and think that you're sorted, you're, you're, not at, you're out of challenge and you're out of growth. And, um, you know, you're on the start of decay and that doesn't serve human species. All right then. So, love and accept yourself for who you are. Embrace all of the emotions, not just the ones you want. Some of the emotions that I think will give you more happiness, because I'm not saying you, can be, um, you can't be more happy. Of course, you can be much more happy. And there are people who are a lot more happy than others. Is gratitude and love. Loving yourself, loving others. Being grateful for who you are. Accepting yourself for who you are. Being grateful for the challenges. You see, most people can be grateful when life is great and everything is good. But can you be grateful when you get critics and haters? Can you be grateful when you have challenges that you didn't want? Can you be grateful when things go over time? You know, when your perceptions were, you know, a bit unrealistic. Can you be grateful for everything? Because nothing is wrong. Everything is right. Everything is how it should be as long as you allow it to be. And then if you go out there and you produce for people, you know, you give to people, you add value to people, you endure the struggle in giving and sharing for others. Uh, Again, I believe we're biologically wired to get good feelings when we give to other people. So if you want to solve any of these deep-rooted, long-standing either 
fears, depressions and negative feelings or that if you have that bounce all the time between depressed, elated, depressed, elated, depressed, elated and you want a little bit more balance, then be grateful, accept all the emotions, produce and give for others, help others, support others, you know, set up your own charity, do meaningful things for other people and you will be more happy, more in balance, you know, and more of that calm, sort of non-manic, in-your-face extremes. All right, hope you thought that was useful. Uh, Thank you very much.